Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Life Rewired podcast. Thank you guys for joining us on this Saturday, February 19th. This podcast episode is going to be all about embracing the process and the journey. We're going to dive into some examples and just talking about some life experiences from our own perspective and things that we've kind of learned along the way that we can, you know, give back to you guys and hopefully you can learn a little bit about, you know, what we went through and maybe avoid some of those mistakes and apply, you know, some of the life lessons that, you know, we've learned along the way in our own personal journeys. So before we begin, want to dive into our sponsors for today's episode. First is our people at Visionary Meals. Visionary Meals is a local meal prepping service in the Columbus, Ohio area, and we love this specific service because they allow you to configure your meals to your specific calories and macros. You see them on the website as you customize your meals or select the pre-made meals that are already there. You'll you'll see all your macros and calories at the bottom of the page, so it really helps you figure out exactly what you should be eating as it pertains to your specific goals. And on top of that, you guys know that protein is one of the most important macronutrients that we can consume. And Visionary does an awesome job of allowing you to add upwards of 8 to 10 ounces per meal. You know, most other meal prepping services only have about 4 to 6 ounces. So for those individuals out there who need that higher protein, this is a great option for you. If you guys are local to the Columbus area, use our code RELENTLESSTRAINING10 for 10% off of your order. This podcast is also brought to you by the Relentless Training mobile app. With this monthly app subscription, you guys get access to daily on-demand workouts from six completely different training programs, including strength and conditioning, high-intensity interval strength training, power building, cross training, bodybuilding, and body weight only. And you know, on top of that, while these programs are you know programmed out in real time, you guys have access to hundreds of past workouts from each of the six programs. So not only are you guys getting you know, the workouts on demand every day, you can also go back in time from any workout, from any date, from the origin of the app and get a workout in. So for our listeners only, you guys will get $10 off the life of your subscription using code LIFEREWIRED10. And lastly, our people at Athletic Greens, we believe that Athletic Greens is the simplest way to get all of the necessary daily vitamins and minerals in just one simple scoop. On top of that, you're getting the antioxidant level of 10 to 12 servings of fruits and vegetables. Really substantial, guys. You know, there's not many greens products out there that has all of this in them. Um, And, you know, not many of us are able to get this amount of servings in a given day, the 10 to 12 servings. You know, so this is just a great way to fill in the gaps using Athletic Greens. With our partner offer, you guys can get five free travel packs and a one-year supply of vitamin D and K2 with your order of Athletic Greens. And as always, we will make sure to add all the discount codes into the show notes below. But on to today's topic. Yeah, so today we're going to talk about embracing the process and the journey. And this applies to all areas, which we will get into the nitty-gritty about. But we're kind of going to share both of our histories and examples of this lesson in our lives. And I kind of talked about this last week in the Q&A. Somebody asked, like, what's one thing I wish I could have told my younger self when I first started working out or in the beginning of my fitness journey. And the main thing was it's not a finish. There's no finish line. Like you're going to be on this journey of life for the rest of your life. So there's no rushing. And that's how I made a lot of mistakes and got into a lot of quick fixes in both fitness and in life and career and all these things, because I wanted the next best thing. I wanted to get there 
super quick and it just really made for an unsustainable lifestyle. So we'll talk about that, um, each of our perspectives, but essentially life is a journey and we need to stop rushing it. And one thing I do want to start off with is that you grow in each season you are in. You are in the season you're in right now for a reason. And something, I think I read this in my devotional recently, it talked about how like you are in the position you're in in your career, in your relationships, in your fitness, whatever that may be, because you are being prepared for the next level. And if you don't sit with this season and learn every lesson you can and absorb every single piece of this season that you can, you will not be fully prepared for the next season. And I can look back, I'm sure you can too, at times in your life where you were quote stuck in a position, but you learned so much about yourself and it helped you become stronger or smarter, or, you know, more experienced for the next level of your fitness, your career, your relationship. And the big one that sticks out for me is when I competed, I was like racing to show day and I did not enjoy the process at all. It was very miserable. And I was just like chasing, chasing, chasing my end goal weight, my end like stage physique that I had. But the thing with that was it was so unsustainable. I was rushing, rushing, rushing. And then once I hit that day, it was all like essentially ripped away. It was like post-show blues. I gained the weight back. I was in an unhealthy like relationship with food and with myself because I was racing, racing, racing to get to the finish line. And I was like, now what? Like, I don't want to do another show. I don't know how to be sustainable. So I was like, so caught up in getting to the finish line that I never enjoyed the process. And I never soaked up and absorbed everything I could in that season of life. And it's a huge learning lesson for me. Yeah. And Christina kind of talked about this, but I think we're all just kind of naive to how to handle success. You know, like Christina talked about her, you know, first experience in her life where she really experienced, you know, major success with competing, um, with bodybuilding. And, you know, for me, my first like real hit of success in my life was my football journey, my athletic journey. You know, I played sports my entire life. It's really all I ever knew growing up, growing up. And then, you know, after high school, moving on to the collegiate level and playing college lacrosse. So for many of you out there who don't know my story or who's listening for the first time, you know, I joined the football team at Ohio State as a walk-on. And this was obviously a very intimidating situation for myself because being a walk-on at the time, you know, you definitely were an afterthought. You did not have a lot of people who had your back. You kind of had to fend for yourself and, and really kind of make it Make it on your own, honestly. Um, You know, I had my family as a support system. There were some players on the team who I had grown, you know, to have some good relationships with. But you're really on an island fending for yourself, you know, really trying to make a name for yourself, really trying to overcome that adversity with any hopes, you know, of getting on the field. And I just remember at the time, um, it was extremely rare for walk-ons to play at all, especially on the Ohio State football teams that I was on. You know, we had four and five star athletes as second and third string guys at positions. We had we had depth charts for special teams, four and five deep. Um, very intimidating. Crazy. <laughs> Sound, I sounded like an insane person saying I wanted to play, um, even to other friends on the team. And so that obviously just made me kind of crave it even more. But I always did, regardless of that, always really did want to play. I made the transition out of lacrosse and into football knowing that I wanted to play. And, you know, over the years, I overcame adversity, kind of made a name for myself, got the notice of some coaches such as, you know, Coach Meyer. And, you know, a lot of these guys started to respect me and really respect the effort and attitude that I was bringing to the table. And, you know, I always had the goal of getting on the field, number one, and then number two, like, dream come true. Like, the absolute dream was to get a scholarship. And, you know, over the years, 
I did actually start playing. You know, I started getting a chance on on special teams and then a little bit of fullback and linebacker as I transitioned into my senior year. And then, you know, the best of it all, I did end up receiving a scholarship. You know, Urban Meyer, you know, announced this to the team and it was just an overwhelming moment for me. But this was really the first time in my life where I really, truly achieved something like pretty crazy and pretty important. And I just remember, you know, all throughout that journey and that process, you know, I very rarely took a moment to embrace what I was learning, what I was going through. You know, looking back, there's so many lessons that I know I learned from that experience, but I wasn't focusing on those things in the moment. I was always chasing those two goals, you know, getting on the field, getting that scholarship. And don't get me wrong, when those things happened, it was the most unbelievable feeling, an overwhelming feeling of happiness um, and gratitude and just excitement in general, but it's quick. You know, that happens fast. That moment of success is very fleeting. And I think when we all experience something, a certain level of success early on or at whatever point in our lives, whenever we experience that first real hit of success, you know, we realize that. We do realize that the outcome is actually pretty fleeting. And what's most important is that whole entire process and that whole entire journey that led to that moment So, you know, we just gave kind of two of our examples of really the first time in our lives where we experienced success. And now we're going to kind of transition into the fact of, you know, we have learned from being naive in the past. And now we kind of understand how to really embrace that process and that journey as we've now both become entrepreneurs and done things, you know, beyond Christina's competing phase and beyond, you know, my phase of of competing as an athlete. And we feel like we're better equipped, I would say now to really understand how to embrace that journey. And, you know, while we still do have very big goals ahead of us, things we want to achieve in all these phases of life that we're going to be talking about, we really do know how to check ourselves, say, hey, look, pause, reflect, be happy about where you've been, you know, where you're going, the things you're doing right now. And, you know, we can attest that to these first really major hits of success that we had in our lives. Um, yeah. yeah, or we'll remind each other if I ever see like you chasing the next thing in your entrepreneurial journey, like I have gone through that phase and now I'm going to be like, okay, let's slow down. Let's enjoy the phase you're in right. and you do that same thing for me. So it's really important to have someone in your life who's on the same page with this along with everything else. We talk about that all the time, but this not only applies to football and competing and bodybuilding. Those are obviously old phases of our life, but this applies to every single area of your life. Like I said before, in your career, if you're chasing a promotion, really sit and think about the work you're doing right now. Kind of enjoy the season you're in. If you get that promotion, you'll have less work-life balance. You'll have more stress. So enjoy the time that you're in right now because you can spend more quality time with the people in your life. You can spend more time taking your time on the work that you're doing. And you may look back and be like, wow, I missed that season of my life when I was chasing this promotion. Mm -hmm. But you really have to slow down in each phase and just be present with where you're at. It's easier said than done and we get that. And the same thing happens in relationships too. Everyone's like, I want to get engaged. I want to get married. I want to have kids. But it's like, just enjoy the time you're in, like dating the person you are with and going on dates and just being present. Everyone's always chasing the next best thing. And sometimes it's not even for themselves. It's just like, for the gratitude, yeah, just just for vanity reasons, you know, the acceptance of mm-hmm. and the and the praise of those around you. 
Yeah, and it really causes you to lose sight of, like, what matters most, and it's just your relationship with the other person or and your friendships, too. You know, this isn't just if you have a partner, but just relate this to all your relationships. And same thing, you know, we're health and fitness coaches. We see this all the time. Everyone says, I have this lofty fitness goal, and it becomes overwhelming. That's when you slip into that all or nothing, but you're constantly chasing, like, your overall weight loss goal, but you don't stop and recognize, like, oh, my clothes are fitting differently. I'm hitting a PR in the gym. I'm noticing more energy, you're really starting to realize those wins in the moment. And that is so important because if you're just chasing your end goal, like I said, I was chasing my end goal for competing. And then when I got there, I'm like, now what? Like I raced here, I kind of did some damage to my metabolism and now what? But I wish I would have enjoyed the process and really celebrated the wins along the way. And something looking back in like career, relationships, fitness, I think something that helps you like be present is journaling honestly like I wish I looked back I actually have a journal from when I competed but it was just the weights I was using and the you know workouts I was doing but I wish I would have journaled like how I felt a win I experienced that day or like a recipe I created like just journaling the process of like your career growth your entrepreneurial growth and your fitness because I found an old journal from like when I started my business and it had like check-ins times five I only had five check-ins like all week and I'm like <laughs> it's crazy to look back and be like wow you can just see the growth by looking at my to-do list, something so simple, but just like documenting your journey and celebrating everyone in these areas just really helps you enjoy the process. Yeah. Don't wish away your guys's time. I think like Christina is saying with, with enjoying that process, obviously we're going to have stress. We're going to have worry. We're going to have a lot of these very human emotions along the way, no matter what journey we're on, but don't wish away your time. And what I mean by that, you know, if you're, if you're currently living a lifestyle where you're always chasing that next best thing, if you're, you know, always looking forward to the weekend and you hate your Monday through Friday, or you can't wait for that next trip, or you can't wait for that next vacation. And, or, you know, you're always looking forward to that next promotion. I want you guys to use that, you know, as signs to really think about, you know, is what I'm doing right now a reflection of what I truly want or what's what, or what's truly best for me you know, in the present moment, because if we're always chasing that next best thing, if we if we're always running away from what we're doing right now, that's a sign that our right now needs to change. The change needs to happen in our lives to instead live a life that is more of a reflection of the person that we want to be, because I feel like a lot of us can get caught up in those vanity reasons. We can get caught up in what everyone else around us is doing or what what everyone else is, how everyone else is living that keeping we lose. Up with the Joneses. Yeah. And like keeping <laughs> up with the Joneses to the, to the degree that you rob yourself of what, you know, you truly want to be doing. And, um, I think a lot of us are lying to ourselves. I think I definitely was lying to myself at one point in my life thinking, you know, all these other things were important, but, but losing sight of the fact that, you know, what I was doing right now wasn't really what I wanted to be doing and how I was living my day to day was not a reflection of what I truly wanted. And it takes a lot of time and effort to realize that, to drop the ego, take the ego out of it and really understand like, look, change needs to happen. And I'm the only one in control of doing that. So I just want to always encourage you guys to not do not wish away your time. You know, if you are someone who, you know, your Monday through Friday sucks, you don't like it, and you're only looking forward to the vacations or the weekends, like that is a sign that change needs to happen in your life, in your career, um, even in your fitness and your health. You know, if you're someone who's, you know, really always concerned about, you know, I, w I wish I should, I, sh I know I should be working out, you know, maybe before work, or maybe I should try to get in, you know, some activity here and there, and you're not then you know that takes some reflection that takes some honesty with yourself to to realize that things things really do need 
to change. And, you know, I think what happens a lot of times throughout our lives is that we start to follow a narrative. We start to follow, you know, an outline or a specific trajectory created by society or, society or created by, you know, our parents or people around us. You know, a lot of people, you know, I've talked to friends. I've even talked to family. Like I know my dad, like me and him always talk about how he was brought up versus like how they brought us up. And it's like, he was always taught, you know, get a job, you know, get, get benefits, um, you know, have a family, support the family, grow old, retire. retire. And that's just the typical process and typical trajectory. But, you know, maybe that template doesn't fit you. Maybe that template isn't what you necessarily enjoy or foresee for yourself. And I just want to encourage you guys to always, you know, follow your heart, follow the trajectory that makes sense to you, because it's not, there's not one specific you know, template that is right for everyone. And so whatever it may look like for you, you kind of have to find that out for yourself. As long as you're happy, that's what matters most. You guys, again, you want to focus on being happy and being, you know, fulfilled in life most of the time. You obviously, like I said, are going to not have perfect days. It's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows, but you want to make sure that you're building a life around a trajectory that aligns with you and who you are. Yeah, I remember when I met you, you were like in that phase of your life and in the moment we didn't know what was going on, but looking back, yeah. you were definitely chasing like, get the nice car, get a promotion, yada, yada, yada. And you told me like when we first met, I was so impressed. You were like, yeah, I wanted this promotion and like I was the youngest person in my company to get it. And then you were like, okay, now what? And it took now you until what? that yeah. point to realize like, I actually don't like this job <laughs> after you accomplish all of this mm -hmm. stuff and you were like this doesn't really mean anything to me so that was like a huge pivotal moment for you yeah and i think that like living in that lifestyle can be like can really box you in i know that you know if you are someone out there who is working a job don't feel confined to that job i know like when i was working in the corporate world it was very structured like you know you you're at this level and then the next step is this level and then the next step is this level and like you kind of like have this idea of like climbing a specific ladder like a very linear ladder from where you are to like another point in time and guys that makes pivoting so difficult so i don't care if you're working in a corporate job or an entrepreneur it really doesn't matter stop viewing the trajectory as linear or like you have to hit one step before the next like if you're in a job that you may not necessarily like it is totally fine to completely leave that and switch gears you know i think about this actually all the time as an entrepreneur now um you know if i were to start completely over from scratch like i don't care like i've i've gotten myself to that point where i'm so embraced and engulfed in that journey and what i'm doing every day as it pertains to the bigger picture that Everything that I built in the last couple of years could literally fall and break down and I could start all over and I know I'm still going to have fun and, and be passionate about what it is that I'm doing. So just don't don't like confine your guys' selves to a box. Like I feel like so many of us do that. I know I did that when I was in the corporate world where I just felt like I felt anxious all the time because I'm like, I got to get to this next level or I got to get to this next step. But it's like at the end of the day, like who really cares? Like if you, if you really are unhappy and like you're not enjoying your day to day, like you can totally pivot. And like, I know it doesn't feel like you can, I know you feel like, well, Hey, if I, if I don't stick with this, then on my resume, it's not going to show that I was like following this specific trajectory and then I can't pivot, which don't get me wrong. In a lot of professions, like you do need certain things in the back in your background to be able to get certain careers and get certain jobs. 
But that being said, just don't confine yourself to that one trajectory. Just know that pivoting can be possible because, you know, that's something that I did not embrace when I was in my job. I felt like it was very linear, like I had to, you know, stick with what I was doing in order to get to the next step. Just know that you don't have to do that. Yeah, I think it's crazy because all these examples I'm thinking of are from your life (laughs) instead of mine um, because I got to watch it firsthand. But it's like you mentioned like that anxiety and stress that comes with like chasing the next level. And that's exactly what anxiety is, is like looking towards the future when you're worrying about the future and what comes next, what comes next. Like if you're anxious, in the job you're currently in or like the phase of your life you're already in like being present is going to work wonders for you but the example i was thinking of was when you were chasing that top level where people answered to you and you were you know traveling all the time once you got there you were like i do not like this and that was Mm -hmm. why it was hard to pivot because you had people to answer to you and like Mm -hmm. you had achieved so much people were counting on you and that's when it's hard to pivot but if you sit back you get into it yeah, yeah if you like sit back in each promotion or each phase and just be like okay is this making me happy is this what i want Mm-hmm. Is this fulfilling? No, then you can pivot. Um, but yeah, we have just, our whole lives. Yeah, yeah, that's the biggest thing. Is like also with your fitness journey. I tell my clients all the time, like if they have a hundred pounds to lose, I'm like, listen, we don't need to rush the process. Especially that's like very hard to communicate with women too who do need like a reverse diet, for example. If they are working with me for six months and they have to like do a reverse diet before cut, if you're unfamiliar with what that is. It's the opposite of a diet. You repair your metabolism for a future cut. Long story short, a lot of people don't want to do that phase because they want to lose weight now. They like, no, I want to start my weight loss journey today. I don't want to wait six months. And I'm like, six months are going to pass anyways. Would you rather be in the same spot or would you rather repair your metabolism and lose 10, 15 pounds? Right. And it's hard to convey to people, but I'm like, listen, I've been in your shoes. Your fitness journey is the rest of your life. There's, I know there's a wedding coming up. I know there's a vacation coming up, but you have to think long term too. Yeah, and I know that when we say like be present, it just sounds so mundane and repetitive, but guys, it's so true. You know, you really have to think about like you have to stop, pause and reflect, you know, is what I'm doing important to me? Is who I'm impacting right now important to me? If it's not, you know, things have to change. You have to you have to be adaptable and you have to be willing to sacrifice, you know, what might be comfortable right now for what you really want to achieve, where you really want to be in life. And so Honestly, another thing is just like avoiding all entitlement at all costs. And I know that especially, you know, as Christina and I being entrepreneurs, it's very easy to feel entitled. You know, you have these certifications, you have this experience, you have this knowledge. Um, It's very easy to get warped into feeling entitled. Even going back to what I talked about in the beginning with my football journey, I know what held me back. Like as I reflect, I already know what held me back for years from getting to that point I eventually got was that feeling of entitlement. You know, showing up to practice or for workouts and being like, you know, I know I'm this really good football player, but at the end of the day, I haven't proved shit. You know, I had I hadn't proved to anybody that I was deserving of the ability to be on the field. Even though in the back of my mind, I did all this cool stuff in high school and I was this great football player shit did not matter when I got to college. It was it was starting at zero again. And I had to then prove myself to that, that staff, those players, that I was the real deal. So I think a lot of times we just very humanly get warped by entitlement, whether it's in a job, even in fitness. You know, hey, I was in a calorie deficit for two days. I should lose weight or yes. I should be shredded. <laughs> and it's like, no, like you got to put in that work and it works the same way with your career. Like you might feel entitled to that next jump or that next, you know, um, promotion, for example, but maybe you haven't really done the work yet to really be deserving of that, of that 
promotion or that next step. So I think entitlement is a huge issue that a lot of us struggle with. And I'm telling you, it doesn't matter. Even if you are working hard as hell and you know, you're one of the hardest workers in the room, you're still not entitled to anything. You're only entitled to your effort. That is it. You, you can put only, in the reps. Yeah, you got to put in the time. You got to put in the reps. And hey, if something good comes, something good comes. I'll never forget that that was probably the biggest learning learning experience for me um, in that experience as being an athlete was when I was getting to that pivotal moment of I was literally on the point of quitting and like hanging it up and moving on if I wasn't you know about to start playing or if I wasn't achieving some of those things that I wanted to achieve. And I'll never forget going into like my last hoorah and my last straw, which was my fall camp going into like my true senior year. I ended up playing another semester, but really going into that year, me and one of my best friends really banded together and we said, hey, look, are we doing, we reflected just like we're talking about. Have we done everything that we have, are, are able to do to put ourselves in a position to get on that field? And to be quite honest, we weren't. And so we decided, you know, we were going to put everything on the line. We were going to give it everything we got. And we will basically have no excuse for any sort of effort that we put in. You know, we weren't going to look back and have any regrets. We were going to give it max effort and let the chips fall where they may, knowing, knowing that it might not happen. Literally accepting the fact that it still might not happen, but we were going to give everything we had to do it. And we ended up actually making it happen. And so either way, even if that situation, if things wouldn't have worked out in my favor, I would have learned a valuable lesson about putting in as much effort as I possibly could for the outcome I wanted, realizing that yes, the good could happen. Yes, I could achieve these goals, but also accepting the fact that it still might not happen. Mm -hmm. But I know I gave myself, or I know I gave and put forth all the effort I possibly could. Oh yeah, I love that story. It's one of my favorite stories ever. And you guys had to be very present and very intentional. Like in that camp, you weren't thinking like, oh, next week's practice and the game coming up. Like you were thinking about like What can I do right now? you know, I'm not a football player, but you know, the whole, you wanted to win the day. And that's what I always tell my clients. And even like us, when we're in our busy weeks or, you know, busy days, we're like, okay, let's just win today. Just like win this assignment, Mm -hmm. win this challenge, win this day. And the next day comes and you win all over again, but you have to be present in order for that to happen. And I know that's something that's really changed the game for us is being present. Yeah. And if you haven't taken a recommendation of reading The Power of Now, this has helped us so much of just like embracing every phase, embracing every day, being present AF pretty much. Um, But other than being present, you obviously want to focus on, like we were saying, putting in the reps that goes with your fitness, it goes with your career. Like Zach said, when he was playing football, he focused on every single rep, put the action in, he was present, and he just focused on getting better. And that's all you can do every single day. And that's how you embrace the journey. And one of the biggest things we do together and individually is just make sure we celebrate every single win. And when Zach started his business or when I started with my, you know, the company I work with, with the higher standard, we celebrate every milestone, no matter how small it is. So we would go out to dinner, we'd go to our favorite Marg spot. And if we like won the week and won that day, we're like, let's go celebrate with some Margs. And even though it was a small, tiny win, we were like, just sitting down and reflecting on it, which helped us be present and enjoy the process. We weren't thinking about the next thing or the next week. We were just like, hey, look what we did. Like we put in all of our effort. We were present. We got better this week. Let's celebrate it. And it doesn't have to be going to get drinks. I tell my clients all the time, like incentivize yourself. Even if you have 50 pounds to lose, like once you lose five pounds, how are we going to celebrate that? 
when you lose 10 pounds, how are you gonna celebrate that? And it doesn't mean go have a cheat meal and undo your progress or go get your favorite dessert, but something that's in alignment with your goals, which is like a new workout outfit or a new pair of shoes, like celebrating each milestone. If you hit the PR of your lifetime that you've been striving to hit, go get a new piece of workout equipment for your home gym. These are like all examples of like what my clients will get to incentivize themselves to reach every single milestone. And it keeps you accountable because you're enjoying the process. Once you hit five pounds down, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to get a new sports bra. Or you lose 10 pounds and you're like, oh, I can't wait to get a new pre-workout. And just like celebrate every single milestone. And, and acknowledge it too. Yeah. Like you don't, it doesn't, I know Christina really loves using the word celebrating because we did. <laughs> we did Acknowledge always celebrate. Better, yeah. No, but I just want to bring it back down to realize like it doesn't always have to be a celebration. It's just acknowledging it. Like being aware. Like sometimes we'll literally just be talking and be like, Hey, like look at look at what we accomplished like mm-hmm. over this last week. Like look at this awesome win with this client. Like look at this individual who like finally bought into the things that we've been trying to say and look at this amazing progress that they're that they're now making or like we got a good, me- like a positive message from somebody about the impact we've had in their lives. And it's like all those little things you have to acknowledge. You have to be present enough to look at that and be like, damn, you know, this is, this is legit. This is what keeps me going. This is what pushes me onward. And, you know, it doesn't always have to be, a, you know, a celebration or anything like that. It can always be, it can also be, you know, just acknowledging the fact of where you're at, where all the things that you've done, you know, leading up to that point. Mm-hmm. And it just causes you to be, pre- it just forces you to be present. Like we keep saying. Yeah. And alongside like celebrating and acknowledging is just like documenting it too. And that could be like, telling someone in your life like hey I lost five pounds or like a lot of people will keep like charts on their fridge where they like mark off you know and it's like a visual representation of their progress so every day they see that and it's a constant reminder to like enjoy this milestone enjoy this chunk of your fitness journey and also for us like Zach will document when he hits a PR and an Olympic lift like by putting it on his story so if you're someone who's a fitness coach or you're someone who uses social media it's even fun to document your journey along the way, just like putting it out there and like being proud of yourself. You don't have to buy something. Um, But something we do together to like document and acknowledge our wins is each year, like on the anniversary of Zach starting his business and on the anniversary of like when I joined the higher standard or when I quit my job when I was in, it was like years and years ago. um, St. Patrick's Day week is a great week for me. It's when Mm -hmm. we started dating and my anniversary of quitting my serving job. Um, But we always sit back and reflect, like, look how far I've come in the past year. Like, since I started, like, this journey, I've accomplished one, like, list out 10 things. And just by saying it out loud to each other, it's, like, a huge confidence boost, too. If you are, you know, rushing the process and you're like, I haven't accomplished anything in 2020 or 2021, 2022, like, sit back and reflect We do that on our birthdays too. You guys heard my birthday episode, like 28 lessons I learned. He does the same thing. And it's just a reflection of like how much we have accomplished this year, how much we've learned. And this season, even if you didn't get a promotion salary-wise or you didn't lose 10 pounds, all these wins and lessons we learned, that's us embracing that year of life. That's us embracing this season that we're in, even if it may not have been a like a crazy season of, you know, accomplishments you learn all these lessons and you sit back and acknowledge them. And by sharing them with each other, we grow together and individually. Absolutely. And really guys, just to finish this thing off, I just want to leave you guys with some action steps because I know that, you know, some of you listening to this right now might be going through a season of life where you are struggling, where you are, you know, starting to realize that that day to day isn't really matching up, that you're having, you know, more bad days, more complacent days than you are, 
good days and you know you know that things deep down you know things do have to change whatever it may be in your life and so the biggest thing i would encourage you guys to do is to really lean into and focus on taking action you know don't get caught up in you know feeling sorry for yourself feeling entitled just realize that change needs to happen accept it and then focus on action focus on what you can do right now each and every day to slowly adjust and make those changes to push toward a life that you really do want to be living because at the end of the day that's the whole goal behind this thing with life rewired is to really help you guys rewire your approach rewire your perspective to really start achieving the things that you want to really maximize your own life and get everything out of it that you want to get out of it and so focus on the things you guys can control really focus on taking those action steps doing what you can right now each and every day to slowly start to pivot and adjust into that life and that daily routine and that daily lifestyle that really just totally aligns with the person you are and the person that you plan to become. Because at the end of the day, we're the only ones that can control that. We're the only ones that can start to make change, who have the power to you know, adjust the things in our lives to, to be really aligned with what it is that, that we want. Yeah, and one thing we wanted to mention before we go, before we let you guys go this week, we created a Life Rewired Instagram account so that you guys can DM us on there for you know topics you want to hear, questions you may have. When we do Q&As, it will be nice to have it all in one place, and we'll also post when new episodes come out or when we have a guest coming up so that you guys can just we'll make a little Life Rewired fam on there. So if you guys mm-hmm. have any questions, we'll put it in the show notes, the links to our personal Instagrams, the Life Rewired Instagram, and all of the discount codes. Absolutely. So thanks for tuning in, guys. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Definitely be tuning in next week. And as always, leave a five-star review, a comment. We'd really appreciate it. And we'll be talking with you soon. Peace.